but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. It's that time of the week again. It's Moz. I'm here with Bean. We're going through bloody God's country, mate. We're back at the farm. Doot, doot. We're off to the um, off to the magic land, mate. The hallowed turf of Eagle Farm is back. The grass is green. There's a bit of rain on it, mate. It'll be sparkling on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Bliss, mate. I can't wait. I just can't wait. Yep. You might even pop out because it's just such a lovely venue. Yep. And the racing hopefully lives up to that as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. Either way, there, mugs. We're uh, we're back already for another good week. Few winners last week, mate, which is always good news. Uh, but a few placings, which just. Yeah. It's just that difference between a fill-up and a frustrating day, isn't it? I mean, They're haunting me at the moment, I think. Oh, <laughs> it's the ghost of second place or something. It's hanging out my door at home, I think, or something. I don't know what's going on. It was, but look, yeah. we uh, we got the easy ones. I mean, TJ Golan, he's absolutely flying, mate. We we shouted out, leadership spill in a Miami fleece. That's your first race, one and two, double done. Yeah. And then you could triple, quadruple, five times, whatever, down and grab no baldy yeah. there at the end. And... Simple as that, really. Yeah, it was pretty. He's just dominating at the moment. Just puts them in, puts them out, and they just get the job done at the moment. Yeah, Garibaldi was really impressive again. She's um, flying. Yeah, well, the word on the street is is that sort of sneaky, lightweight Stradbroke chance, mm-hmm. um, which we were chatting off air. We say this every week. We don't really chat off air. Yeah. hate the bloke, and he hates me, which yeah, is good news. But... Yep. Um, the Miami Fleece on that day, mate, ran a faster time than Garibaldi, and you know it's second race start. Two, three-year-old doesn't know what she's doing yet. That's the scary part. Like this, this could be the next big thing for the Black Soil team. And they, do they need another next big no. thing? <laughs> Well, they couldn't count on their hands how many next that's big the things thing. they had. I want to know what's in that soil that yeah. uh, black soil bloodstock are, are feeding good, their horses because it's the good stuff. But hey, that's they've got a good uh, good team of horses and Queensland's a premier trainer yep. getting behind them, which is awesome news, mate. But look, we're going to kick on. We've just got a uh, got to keep the sponsors happy here, mate. And that's ourselves because we've got a good tipping comp coming up. Starts yep. this weekend. So, Mugs, we yep. if you're listening to this on a Thursday night or a Friday or a Saturday morning, go through the Facebook, the Instagram. The links are friggin' everywhere because we're marketing geniuses, as you can see. But 20 bucks, winner takes all, should be a heap of fun. Yep. Heap of fun. And, of course, we've got the three group ones this weekend that we'll divulge into. But uh, that's the idea. We want to find who's the best group racing tipster. Out there. Is it you? Well, I don't know. I don't think it is, no. man. All right. <laughs> I think you. I think you beat me last year, and I think I don't think I've. I don't think I've gone too well just yet. So we'll see if we go. Well, that's it, mate. I beat you, and fifty-five other blokes beat me. So yeah. we're, we're holding our bargain into yep. the bargain, mate. We're going to kick things off with a nice two-year-old handicap, and there's one thing that we love, mate. It's picking winners in two-year-old racing, it but is. they've got to come off the twelve hundred handicap conditions. Uh, there's one, two first starters here. So at least we've got a little bit of form on the board that we can try and pick some holes in. 
But you got Mashanti Enchanted there at three bucks, the favourite. Habib was smashed there on debut. Yeah. Couldn't get the job done though for a, a close second there behind Release the Beans. Yep. One of your favourites. Right, they're going well. And the Stiffmeister makes his debut for the Kendrick Yard, and there's been a little bit of money for him, but I think it's purely on a name basis rather than ability. Yep. Because it's only at the one trial. Yangari's in there too, mate. Yeah, I think I've... Are you yeah. jumping back on sh- the Yangari ship or race one, mate? We've got to find a winner. Yeah, Let's I'm not sure. I, I found this race pretty hard again. I've actually gone with the Stiff Meister, not based on the name. Though. Based thought, on the name. Mate, not based on the name. It wins the trial over the 850. I think if Stewie Kendrick brings a first starter down the highway to Eagle Farm, gets Mickey Rod on board, I take on trust that there's a fair bit of... Um, Fair bit of ability there. I think costs forty-seven and a half thousand. Yeah. Is... Well, the rod, the rod factor. Yeah, is almost, that's, that's, he gets his that's, pick that's, now. That's been the biggest be. push for me. I'm just like he, he'd yeah. get his pick of the rides here. I feel like he's picked that. He's picked the stiff meister, so I'm sticking with that. Four twenty is a little scary for a first starter, but um, yep. Watch the money come. Watch the money come. Um, I think that's a that's a good tip though. I think these early races, I think like these unraced two year olds, just you almost have to follow the cash. Listen to what we have to say, but largely it's a bit of yeah. a it's a bit of a money push. If you see that coming within the last half an hour before the race, that's probably where you should be landing. Hundred percent, mate. And the twelve hundred is a bit of a stretch sometimes for these two year olds, but yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards Habib. I think Mashani Enchanted just pushes forward for the lead. Obviously, a few of these, we don't really know their racing patterns yet, but Habib is going to be close to the rail to be sitting one off. So it's one of those things at Eagle Farm, I'm thinking early races, they want to be on the rail, and then as the day goes on, they might want to get away from it. But Release the Beans, I think, is not a bad little horse. They, I know they scratched it from a, a Saturday race meet, took it to the sunny coast for an easy kill, still paid four bucks there, but Habib was absolutely hammered in that market to beat it. So there was obviously a bit of spruik around little Habib to, uh, to get the job done. So... That's my train of thought then, mate. I'm yep. going to stick with that because I'll confuse myself and everyone else at the same token. Race two. Yep. So we've got a little bit more to work with here, mate. Last start, we saw quality approach. Get the chocolates there over foreign territory. They're both at four bucks. Quality approach, a little bit of swing in the weights. Foreign territory is a leader that should almost get it uncontested. Is it a race in two, or is there a bean favourite in here that you're about to spread your wings and fly with? Mate, Joy Mickle. <laughs> We're back on the back on the wagon again, mate. Gets out to the 18.30. Finally, a track that it runs well on. Five for nine placings, this track. It just doesn't run the 1,600. It's pretty simple. It needs 1,800 plus, probably 2,000. Rock hard fit now, right? Mate, it's it's always winding up, but it, it does it does eventually start winning, and the, and Burn sticks on board, mate. I think he rode it most of last prep. Um, I'm a bit concerned about Oakfield Missile up from down south, and I just think Foreign Territory doesn't run a strong 1600 quality approach. Best of the rest. Yeah, it's best of Moz's, yep. their quality approach. Or just that just that last start, mate. I, I mean, Joymaker came through that same race. You're right, up to the 1800 is a big tick, but I think Joymaker almost wants 2000 beyond as well sometimes. Yeah. And then he gets to 3200 and you think he wants 4000 <laughs> It's just that kind of horse. But quality approach is just going to be up there, right on foreign territory's tail. The minute they come into the turn, it's going to have 
500 meters of lush, fresh Eagle Farm grass yep. to peel off the back and just do what it did last start. And that's, I think, what's going to happen. It was it was pulling away there, and I just can't see the tables getting turned on foreign territory. Um, and you're looking at, yeah, Joymaker to be running on boldly for the Quinella for us. Yep. All right. Okay. It'll be a battle this one, I think. If Joy Maker wins. <laughs> oh, jeez. It'll be celebration. Oh, there'll be a few messages getting fired around. Right It'll now. be the bean taking over the everything. Yeah. Uh, well, mate, one we agreed on last start, yeah. heads the field here in a BM90, 2200. But, of course, it's the weekly Chris Waller middle distance staying handicap. Yeah. So you've got big old Rakik coming here with wonderful... Wonderful form, wonderful oh, form, mate. Yeah. A nice seventh and a zero. How good. But Divine Grey, mate, Steph Thornton sticks on board. Matty Dunn, he sends him up here to get results. $2.70. Well, you've got a, another good friend of the podcast here, Happy Go Plucky, there at $3. Yeah, I don't know what's Jeez. going on there. Yeah, that's, that's massive unders. Um, write your ticket for the rest. I mean, I mean, Roma Cash. He's yeah. still around here, man. You get $17. That thing just will pop up. When Who was knows? that horse born? Like 1940 or something like oh. that? I'm sure it's been running. At least they're getting well, money for money. Exactly. It's, a, it's a six-year-old, 42 starts for $230,000 in prize money. You are kidding me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, well, at least anyway. they're getting their money. Well. Let's get out there and having a dab, which is good. Anyway, are you sticking with the big, bad, bustling grey girl? Yeah, there's no reason to get off, I don't think, here, mate. I think, I mean, it's airborne. That's two on the trot now. Um, it'll be winning again here. It hasn't picked up any significant weight. Um, loves the trip. And it fought on. It just fought on. Well, I think that was the key. It was headed last start. And it just yeah. kicked again and found. Oh, huge and I, win. And I think that's the sign of a pretty tough horse. And in these kind of races, if there is a bit of a battle up front and everything like that you want the um you want something that's bulletproof and that's divine gray here mate that's it mate we've seen it we saw it last it was great um it gets in with 54 kilos here so it's getting in with the bottom weight i mean it's divine grays to lose yeah I pretty agree. much we'll keep it simple steph thornton get the job done for the mugs Mate, on a race four, and uh, we're back over the 1,200 metres and a nice, handy little class three plate. That big man, Tony Gollan. Now, look, he's only got the three in here at Eagle Farm. We're not, uh, we're not obliged to cover up for him. He hates the bloody joint, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. But when he sends him here, you have to respect it. Yeah. And that's what we've got with Paul Anker there. Three bucks, and look, there's been a bit of market support already. Early days. Ren's day for the Morgan Yard, I believe an ex-Godolphin horse, so they must have changed uh, to the Oz Bloodstock team there, $4.40. Viola's first up there for quite a while, and then, of course, you've got another of the Oz Bloodstock team there with Venture Ocean having its first start here in Australia. Go. Yeah, mate, this was, um, I think this is pretty simple. Is... I think Paul Anker just wins this. Um, the way the race sets up is just absolutely perfect. It's a big wide open track. There's speed from the inside and out with Go Deep, Blue Ant and Ren's Day. Track and trips a tick. Pace will be on as mentioned. And, mate, they talk about Gronkowski and Brady. Well, I reckon Rod and Golan at the moment are probably... <laughs> Could, can, you name, can you name a more synonymous no. combo than that in Queensland Racing at the moment? I don't think it's possible. 
They are well, abs- maybe hang on, maybe Maloney and Golan. Yeah, well, yeah, there's he's the one bloody riding it. Yeah. Oh, he's, <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> got Maloney and Golan. Well, I don't think that hinders you. No, what you're that's, the, to the, say, the, theory, the theory is though, yeah, they're two best jobs probably yep. in, in the state, and they when they're riding for Golan on a horse with its sort of ability and that form behind it, I think it wins again, mate. Yeah, well, Maloney sticks on from last start, so there's there's he's something. Three, he's racing three horses on Saturday. Yeah. I think you'd expect most of them to win, wouldn't he? You would. You would. Um, no, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you there for Paul Anchor, just for the reasons you outlined, mate. I won't bore the mugs at home because they're fired up, ready to play, have a punt. But uh, I wanna I wanna draw your attention to Violet there for a a run to watch hopefully coming out of this start because last it's been well, first up for nearly a year here. Um, but previous preps ago was running alongside the likes of Vanna Girl. Um, to a couple of lengths, stutterings in there with the form lines as well. So I think there could be a bit of watch this space with Violet going into a prep as he gets uh, gets a bit of racing under the legs, the big girl. Yep. The big girl. Race five, mate. We're getting to it. We'll get through this one and we'll have a bit of a debrief before we get stuck into the quaddy, but this looks like a little bit of a nice race on paper here. 1,000 metres, the handicap, the Canadian club, great sponsors of the mugs here on two months punting, unofficial of course. Kylise, last start winner mate, super impressive up the sunny coast. You've got Spurcraft comes through that form line, Wormpa comes through that form line. Your big boy, Invincible L, is back yeah. and racing <laughs> for the big boy, Tony <laughs> Gollum. One of the beans. Oh, jeez. Well, Roberts from back in the day, I think. I still have a bit of a soft, soft spot for it. Well, if you've got a soft spot for Invincible L, what do you think about I've got an L? Because oh, love that, love that. Gee whiz, this is the who's who's. I think even Royal Witness, you've, you've thrown in the sea yeah. on this show over yeah. the year. So, yeah. I don't know, mate. You tell me. I'm actually going to for a witness this week, mate. I think Joe Pride brings it up here from Sydney. Um, Spurcraft does pick up weight against um, yeah. on, against Kylie, and I just think it's not turning the tables there. I think we've mentioned it before with Spurcraft. It's a bit like the old happy-go-plucky. It's pretty hard to catch at the moment. Yes, well, <laughs> probably wins on Sunday. Now we've said that. <laughs> Zip from six this yeah. prep, which yeah. gets frustrating when. Yeah. It starts pretty short every start. Yeah, I, I think Royal Witness, I mean, it's it's run. It's got a fourth behind Written Beauty and Space Boy down in Sydney, which is pretty good form for this. And I just think with the pace that's on, draws the two, frat on board, tucks in behind them, I think it'll get its chance to have a have a crack at them and it could just be too strong late. Mate, I'm, I'm sticking with the fave here. I'm sticking with Kylie I think the speed is the key in this race and there looks to be a lot of it on paper. Um, I mean, even Wudang Blade down there, at 30s is a bit of a speed machine, but she just showed last start that she was back. That's her go. She's got a lead. She's got to control the race. Um, and hopefully from that barrier three, she just gets the nicer jump out of the gate from I've got a now. Wernpike goes forward as well. Your big boy L could be a bit of a sneaky swooper chance yeah, late, but charging down the outside. just depends how Eagle Farm's playing by race five. Well, no, put it that way. All right, mate, it's coming into the quaddy, but uh, as we said, there's a big weekend down in Melbourne for the Group 1s, which we'll touch on lately, but Beans get in the sea. Are we bringing that back yet? No, no, not just yet. That's okay. That's all right. I'm just, I'm easing my way into it. I haven't been, there's not, there's not, there's not been a horse here that I've been that disappointed with. It's no. really just driven me up the wall, but there's, there'll, be, there'll be one soon, don't worry. Okay, no, I'm, I respect that. I'm uh, I'm still happy to, to go on record and say I'm never back in Apprentice's 
in races, so I'm happy to stick with that. Keep the punching rules going. Gonna, gonna no, 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 I can't no. remember. They just enrage me all the time, <laughs> mate. But uh, that's why they're going to learn somewhere, right? Uh, well, mate, we'll just kick on. And uh, what a better way to start off the quarter with a, a no wins metro handicap because we love them. Racecourse Village, where the sign was busted and the mugs got it fixed thanks to public outcry. Oof, BRC, mate. Ticking boxes, I'll tell you that much. But we go to what the fuss. $3.70, Patches, $3.70. I'll tell you what, if a horse has that Tom Melbourne vibe, it's this fella, Patches. Last five starts, second, 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 second and second. The flying crackerjack, mate, from the button yard, they don't bring him down from the great north if they're not a winning chance. But these fields, mate, these no-win metros, there is form lines coming from everywhere together. There's usually 15 in the bloody start. The draws everything, the speed maps everything. You've just got to land on one and you've just got to find it. Yeah. The top of the market, it. what the fuss? There's another way to describe these races and it's what the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I um, you mentioned it before, um, the Tom Melbourne of Queensland. I'm just going to have to stick with patches here, I think, mate. I think burn for the Nolan Yard, draws the four. There's pace inside with what the fuss and then potentially outside with... Flying Cracker Jack, Beware, and there's a few others that should go forward. I just think if they all go helter-skelter out in front, you want to be on potentially the best jockey in the race, and I think probably here, that's Jimmy Byrne, and I just think Patches for the Nolan Stable will be too good. Watch the purple colours fly. Fantastic, mate. I'm all about the purple colours, so I'm I'm on board with you. Yep. 54 kilos, Jim Byrne, big tick, barrier Barrier four, so it's not going to be caught out in no man's land there at Eagle Farm. Yep. Yeah, but look, they, those five seconds, they've come behind some quality horses. Yeah. Um, so it hasn't been that far away, just just that length below, yep. which is super frustrating, I'm sure, as an owner who's sitting there with 130K in the bank and finishing second six times in the career, which isn't too bad. Yep. But, yeah, I think today's the day. Um, it's one of those horses. It's it's going to be up there in the, the top half of the field too. So it's going to get every opportunity. As we said, mate, Jim Burns, send us a Christmas card. We're on board. We screwed your tires enough. Get the job done for us. Simple as that. That's right. Simple as that. Mate, race seven, we'll keep – Flying through because uh, it's a big one down in Melbourne. Three Group One races, mugs that we're going to preview. We're going to kick off the tipping comp and we're going to jag all three. Race seven, the mile, the three-year-old handicap. I uh, I'm going to spoil the party here, mate. I think it's a put-in takeout job with the favourite Tycoon Evie on top there. I think she just leads again, controls terms, meets Jetty again. Wasn't really fussed putting Jetty away last start, albeit it's a good horse, but I think you'll get a little bit shorter for this girl on the day. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? No, I've, I have stayed, I have stayed away from Jetty, though. I just um, I don't think it ran out the trip like you mentioned. I just think it's um, it's not quite there. Um, I'm a, Tiger Evie was impressive, but I'm a kind of... Don't just, say I'm, listen to me, I'm you. slightly worried. No, I actually, think, um, I actually think Cosmic Gossip is overs here, and it's 13 to 9.50. There's been a bit of money. It's had two pretty good, uh, a pretty good win at last start over the, um, I think it was the mile, up at the sunny yep, post, and that was, track. that was pretty sharp. Big, wide-open track, and it just they were often gone in the lead, and it came out wide and just put them to the sword. Um, seven wide on the trip. I think it's going good enough here. If Kaisia does take on Tycoon Evie up front, Cosmic Gossip just had that real explosive turn of foot to, 
put this field to bed and if the seventh race they're coming a bit further off the rail maybe four and five wide i reckon from the draw, draws the eight, tucked in behind them. I think it's a pretty good chance in my man. In Rod, we Mickey trust. Rod. Gee whiz. No one's popular this week, you Rodinator. Yep. All right, Roddy, we'll have to get you on, mate. Back, Rod. Get yeah. the nod. Pretty much just get you on and you just tell us what ones are going to win. Yep. That'd be a bit more handy, wouldn't it? Right. I'm trying to decipher it. All right, mate, we'll look at 5 p.m. on Saturday, Sky Racing Hudis bonuses in place bring you a three-year-old handicap sure. over the thousand as well which of course at that eagle farm there mugs is a nice little long straight out of the chute and then they've really got the one corner to to fathom so i know beans rule about barrier maybe not as much of an issue here if it were to be at doom and but better get set broken hero snitzari magic delta $5 this field. And then, of course, you've got Sweet Rhapsody, Best Ever, Jelly Shot, Queen Sweeper, all around that. 10 to 15, mate, and the list goes on. I mean, this is a this is a tough race, but that's why they pay us the big bucks to find winners. Yeah, this was this is probably the hardest race today, but I think we could have found one here, and that was one we were, I was on last start, and that's in Snitzer. He comes up a pretty good fourth behind Mashani Rebel, and if you go back and watch the replay... I'm not exactly sure what was going on with the ride, but they obviously decided that um, the inside was inferior ground and they prefer to be three and four wide for the entire trip. Um, it draws perfectly here, right in behind a bit of speed with Ashbury Park and Magic Delta, which should shoot across and be cracking along. Um, best closing splits of the field, and with the rail out, I just reckon it gets the chance to charge past them late. I want to be on run on horses this late in the day. Sorry, is that all right? So this, this is almost full circle, mate. So about ten minutes ago, I just went a bit of a tangent re apprentices, and I'm about to uh, eat some humble pie here because Magic Delta on top for me. Lee Kilner takes the ride, who was the jockey last week of a ringy spring or a ring eye spring. However you want to pronounce it. But we but we uh we we spotted this boy at seventeens, was absolutely hammered into a three dollar fifty favourite come the jump. Unfortunately she must have got her race instructions upside down because when you jump and you're in the top three or four I would not try and pull it back to last. At Doombin. At Doombin. But that's why we're here and not ride jockeys. But yeah. she has a chance for redemption here because this horse, Magic Delta, is a jump and run kind of horse, which is exactly what I'm expecting to do. Uh, and just think she's going to be too tough to get beaten here. I really like her at the $5 each way. And with the apprentice swing, gets in a lot better at the weights there than Jelly Shot, who was pretty tough last start, knocking off Magic Delta at the sunny coast. So I'm putting the faith back in the apprentice here. She's going to give me one more chance to get on board. We'll give you, a, we'll make a meme about you, Leah, if uh, you do well. You know, Tommy Waterhouse is keep singing his praise from last week. But let's just watch this happen. That's right. Yeah, watch the Magic Delta happen. One more to go. Get Race nine, stake. mate. The get out stakes. We freaking love the get out stake. And it's the big girls' day out meeting. 20th of March. Be there, ladies. I'll be there for this BM85. Maddie Rocks, Tessark, Stuttering, Xanthus, mate. Five, six bucks. Again, you've got a really big open field. Who's who? The who's who of Brisbane Racing. You even go down, mate. Sea Raider, Baroda. Good on you, Sonia. 
Pace seems to be in this race. I'm, I'm thinking Tessark, Sea Raider, Stuttering, Baroda. They all sort of go forward with that bit of intent. But does that set up a bit of pace to swoop on, or is it is it a bit of a who's who's going to lead here and, and the pace drops right out? I don't know. I think um, I think Stuttering and Sea Raider will take each other on up front. I um, I've actually I've landed on Baroda, which you mentioned is a leader, but I. I've seen it right, um, written pro- probably better where it just tucks in behind and sort of one back, one out, or one in, one out kind of thing. Um, I think first up is the key here. It's missed the place once. It'll be absolutely launching late. And from the 11, it should be able to get across so it's not sort of in too much trouble. Toby and Trent Edmonds come they get the up, job done up the road and they do go pretty good first up horses. I mean, Matty Rocks. Winding up again, concerned with stuttering, getting knocked off by Sea Raider because it's normally tough as boots. And the fact it couldn't get past Sea Raider is a bit of a query there. And Baroda just loves this trip. Three from five. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good bet at the eleven dollars to round out the card, mate. Well, you're gonna uh, you're gonna love who I've landed on here, and it's a bit of value in the last for the mugs out there. Actually, love how's this for how's okay. this for last? Speaking of punting rules, yep. Number eleven, Baroda. Barrier 11 in the last race of the day. <laughs> and it's, if, if, and guess what it's paying? $11. Yeah, if that's not a, if that's not a sign of the, the stars aligning, then there's, there's, there's few other things going on in the world. Well, mate, all I can say is it good on you. Yep. Sonia. Oh, yeah. Going back. Mate, I'm, I'm going on the Sonia. Look, she's one of those girls that just tickles you that little bit that you just want to keep watching what happens next and that's what's going to happen here she's a she's a get back she's a run on i think eagle farm they're going to be coming wide and swooping that time of the day and i'm hoping that speed battle is exactly what we predict just that two lengths hold on you <laughs> two lengths off you make me smile she is a boss i think they're I should have see earlier in the day <laughs> You're getting eighteen dollars though, so it's uh, it's going to be one of those issues. Too far back, and they're not running on. I've done my coin in nice and early, but barrier two, bit of a tricky barrier, but she's going to do no work. So if they absolutely are going hammer and tong up front, she's going to have the turn of foot to hopefully shake things up there on the line. I think C Raider stuttering uh, and Maddie Rocks. I think that form line is is the one though. So if they're all going. Helpful leather up front. Matty Rocks will be winding up with me, and yep. that'd be a great watch. Won't it? <laughs> Absolute ripper watch. Can't wait. <laughs> They're on second and third for you, probably. I better tell my fam that I'll be uh, unavailable between 5:30 and 5:35 because I'll be taking in the glory that is Queensland racing. <laughs> Mate, one more beans banger. Shoot it out. Beans banger. I'm going Sitsari in the eighth. I think. I think that's the um that's the one for me. I know it's a value race, pretty hard race of the day, but that's probably my best. Mate. Tycoon Evie for me. Yep. As I said, just think it pings the lids and says see you later. I think she's a bit of a above class sort of girl too. So hopefully there's a few good more races in her. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna cross the border down to Lockdown City. Our great no, friends. No, they're out now. They're out now, are yeah, they? Okay. Right, yeah. Good on them, the grubs. Anyway, just wear your bloody masks. <laughs> or don't root people with COVID in a hotel, one of the two. Who knows? Can't keep up, mate. There's no news out yeah, there anymore. No, that's right. Nothing on Facebook to keep up. No, but that's all right. We'll bring you the news here, Muggs, and we're going to bring you the Group 1 Futurity Stakes there at Caulfield on Saturday. Looks to uh, looks to be a good track, which is good because it means we get nice, even racing there, mate. But 14 Did you say even racing in Caulfield? Uh, sorry, I meant leader bias racing in Caulfield. <laughs> 
So futurity, so we were hoping that the big H, the big Horovian was going to uh, line up here, but I think they're pushing back a week to a Group 3 race, which would be a good test to sort of see where the big fella fits in with this sort of all-star mile picture because you've got well, the first four in the market, they are heading that way potentially. You've got Behemoth there at 3 bucks, Probabil at 370 Arcadia Queen, Ole Kirk, 6 and $7 respectively. But, of course, these handicaps, mate, can throw in a little bit of a, you know, horse that's under the weights that sneaks in and, and has every chance to steal a Group 1 hit. Yeah, mate. I think um, I don't. I don't think that's going to be the case this day. I think I can't see how anyone can go past the big boy Behemoth. He came out first up over in over in Adelaide over the eleven hundred and just absolutely stomped them. Gets the fourteen hundred here. Yeah, three hundred meters up in trip. I think Craig Williams is out Saturday because Ollie mm. gets the ride. Which, if I'm honest. Does worry mm. me a tiny bit because mm. <laughs> he's been well, he's, he's been he's been known to find a bit of trouble yeah, at Caulfield of late. That's so. Behemoth's style, isn't he? He's going to yeah, be he's um, going to be one back off the lead. He's not going to yeah, be too far away, but it's just uh, whether I am he can con- get I am out. slightly concerned, but I think three dollars twenty is a pretty fair price. The only other one that I'll throw in, uh, the only other couple I'll throw in there for the for the exotics. I can't see it not being between Probabil and Ole Kirk. I think they're the I think they're the top three for me. Awesome. Mate, well, we'll kick on to Moz's selection, but I was reading the wrong bit of info out. This is actually a wait for age, yep. group one, so thanks for correcting me there. Just want to make me make a fool of myself, mate. But, hey, I'm going to win the mugs back over because Ole Kirk on top for me, I think it's just going to have the run of the race. Um, I think it was just a classic open the pipes up first up. It was absolutely hooning home, but it was just never in consideration. Too far back. Coming home, that was a good win by Rocketing Buy up there at Ramwick. But loves the track here at Caulfield. Loves, loves the dry surface as well. K-Mac comes down for a few good rides here on Group 1 day in Melbourne, which is a big tick for me. I think if Behemoth is looking like the winner at some point, Ole Kirk is going to be right behind him coming with. All right, and just that, that little bit of a weight swing could be the difference. Yeah. Could be the difference, and oh, getting some rain up here. Yeah, in rain. Ooh, the Doomer will be a heavy eight, mate. That's why we're not looking at Doomer today. Uh, we'll go to the Oakley Plate because Blue Diamond Day, mate. We'll finish with a bang, and that'll wrap us up pretty quick. But Oakley Plate, this is the handicap condition. So this is the one where you can steal it. Pippi last year, I think, just went pillar to pillar to post. Stole the Oakley plate, I think, record time, which just shows Caulfield. They love just hitting the front and running early. One horse that fits that bill here is the favourite, Ancestry. Uh, now, it came up a little bit short of it. It's out to 550 there, but you know what's going to happen. The horse that's next in the market there, which gets in with 50 kilos, is Anders. And yeah, again, that's a, that's a, it's a rocket fuel. It's rocket fuel. 1,100 metres, mate. And that's that's how this race is going to be run, ultimately. it's it's If you're far enough in front, it could be lights out early. Yeah. Uh, that could be the case, but I'm prepared to take them both on with the best jockey in the nation, and that is... Mrs. Jamie Carr, she's just been absolutely, she's literally bulletproof at the moment, she's flying, um, and I think Zutori here, first up, this is its go, it's it's a first up weapon, Zutori, and I think even with the other horses getting the weight swing, I think from the draw in the seven, if three or four come across and lead in a fan, which tends to happen a fair bit at Caulfield, and Zutori's in that second line right in behind them, 
closing section was made, it could put this field to bed in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Yep. Just a little bit, because I'm taking on Zutori for dirty work. I think dirty work is one of those horses that last prep they got a lot more out of him than they expected he could deliver. Um, you know, he was running thirds to classic legend, group ones, group twos. He was right up there with the best horses and just has that racing pattern from barrier one to sit right behind the pace. So if someone like Ancestry breaks his field open with blistering pace, yeah. he's just going to have the, the doors pace. open up, come the straight there to, to hopefully be able to run him down. The weight's obviously the concern, carries a little bit more than most horses in this field, but it's a handicap. So yeah. you've got horses that are listed to group three level at best or even untested at that level that are just thrown in thanks to the weight system here. So yeah. it's one of those. It's 1100 though. It's 1100. It's going to be a messy race. As much of, yeah, this is, always a, yeah. this is always a bit of a cluster. Cluster? Fuck. Yeah, and you do. So you, you really want to be on a horse that's probably in that top five or six you know, coming into the turn because it's a lot of horses to go through or around if if they can't do it, mate. Yeah. Race number seven at Caulfield, the main event, so we love Blue Diamond Day, Enthar, barrier 14, questionable if we're going to run $2.50, or are you scared? Yeah, it scares the crap out of me. No. If, you, if you've had a big futures bet, I don't you're yeah. really concerned. I think why, you, why are you staring at me? Why are you say that, mate? I don't know. I'm just having, having like, perhaps I have a feeling that you might have. Oh, you might have. Yeah. Might have what price? The worst part is I've just got it as two dollars sixty on the futures, but it was just uh, the last leg of a few little multis that I'm just waiting on a nice little pay packet. And if it gets scratched, I'm not even going to get a sniff because it's going to be a loss, not a void. Uh, yeah. Thanks, sports bet. That's why you don't sponsor us. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. I am a bit concerned, and for that reason, I think I've settled on. Um, I've settled on man, card. Was it card? Back card. Drink the bar. I yeah, think it's, it's the getting same like that. It's getting a bit like that. Um, General Bow. Look, it's done nothing wrong. It's three from four. It draws the three. It should go forward. I just think here, it's it's probably it's probably the best chance. Two for two at the track. I think if they're on pace and they're just leading and kicking and dicking all day, then this is the horse I want to be on. I, I, I know Enthar's been super impressive, but from the 14 at Caulfield, if the track conditions go against, it just finds loads of trouble. And that scares the absolute mm. crap out of me. Well, I think Enthar's my top pick, if she sticks to and if she gets there. But one I'll make a case for, which I'll probably have a bit of a go at, because uh, I've just looked at the price, Construct, they're at 41 to one so was absolutely flying late and that eighth last start is a little bit uh less glamorous of the run that she had there was absolutely last on the turn and finished three lengths within general bow but you're going to get you know the 1200 here which is that big tick in the box um the first prep was a a nice second to shukiro which magic millions winner i think the problem with uh these experts down in Victoria and New South Wales is they don't really rate that Magic Millions from a form point of view, but Shukiro would be more than competitive in the market in this race if uh, if she was down here. So I think the form is is very, very good for a $41 shot. Um, the big concern is, you know, barrier five, she's a get back run on kind of horse. Um, he, sorry, if that's going to be a problem. But Enthar on top, if Enthar comes out, I'll be having a crack at Construct each way there. Yep, each way all day, 41.850.
Ooh, they both. And Snowden's. Yeah, they can never like count the Snowden's out. Nah, Especially these two-year-olds. Well, mate, that's a good little uh, good little podcast, I think, from our end. It was just all business tonight. Yeah, bit of a card, not too much chit-chat, which uh, the people probably like a bit of that. Yeah. Hey, but we did some funny stuff throughout the week, so that's yeah. probably enough for you, to be honest. <laughs> um, we're only human. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We don't have that many laughs in us. And if we keep picking winners, you just get more from us. Yeah, that's right. That. But, uh, but Mugs, if you think you can beat us, join the Tipping Cop, join the group, get amongst the uh, Mugs on the Insta and the Twitters. Yep. Because we're a new source, so we're still up and running. That's right. Journalism yeah. is, our, is our area. That's it. Who needs uni when you can just do whatever you want on a keyboard? Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right, Max. Catch ya. Thanks, Max.